Welcome to Seed Time Living. This is where we help you transform your financial life using timeless biblical principles. I'm your host, Bob Lodick, and I hope you are doing wonderful today. Today, we're going to talk about bad habits, particularly when it comes to our money. And uh, yeah, and so I'm going to hopefully give you some ideas of some bad habits you can maybe break. Uh, If you've already broken all of them, awesome, kudos. But if you haven't, and if you have any of these bad habits, let's make 2019 the year that we are going to break them. I'm going to drop you in on a YouTube video that I created a couple weeks ago that's really been striking a chord with a lot of viewers over there. So you can definitely check out the video over there if you want, but um, you're going to be able to listen to it over here. And if you enjoy it, I would love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear, uh, yeah, if you've already broken all these bad habits or if you've used any strategies to break them that uh, that we could share with other listeners, uh, definitely shoot me an email over at seedtime.com or you can hit me up over Twitter at seedtime there or on Instagram is um, managing money God's way is our uh, username over there. So definitely reach out. I love hearing from podcast listeners. Uh, I've been running the blog for uh, over 10 years now. And it's always fun getting emails from readers, but there's something about the podcast audience that I, I'm really enjoying um, interacting with a, a lot of you. So please send me emails. I love hearing from you. And uh, as always, if you have any ideas for episodes or topics you'd like to hear covered, uh, send those my way as well. But uh, with all that out of the way, let's get to it. All right, so first on the list is paying the minimum on your credit card balance. Now, most credit cards only require you to make a minimum payment each month, as you probably know, which is typically a really small and fixed amount, you know, sometimes $20, $25. And if you have a big balance, it might be 50 or 100. And this is actually a small percentage of your balance, normally from 1% to 3%. And so paying this minimum is tempting, you know, especially if money is tight. But when you do this, you are lengthening the time that it's going to take you to pay off that debt, and you're increasing the amount of total interest that you are going to pay. So that 100 dollar pair of shoes that you bought might ultimately end up costing you like three or four hundred dollars. So this year, let's focus on breaking that bad habit and getting in the habit of making payments in full, if at all possible. That is the way you want to use a credit card. That is the way the financially savvy use credit cards. They make the full payment. They pay the entire balance off every month. That is the way to properly use a credit card. Now, I've been in a situation just like you might be in where you don't have enough money to pay the balance in full. And for whatever reason, you've racked up some credit card debt and you can't pay the full thing off. That's very normal. That's very common. But that's a situation that we want to get out of as soon as possible. And if you're in a situation where you don't have enough money coming in to make financial progress in that area, I did another video about 12 side hustles that actually pay pretty well that you can check out and find some ways to pull in some extra cash to help you get those credit cards paid off. Now, one last bonus tip to consider with this is if you're paying a really high interest rate on your credit cards, if you're paying 20%, if you're paying 25%, something like that, you can get a much lower rate by doing a balance transfer to a new credit card. Now, just like everything, there are some credit cards that have much better balance transfer deals than others. And so we'll have a link down in the description below with some of our favorite offers. And so you can check that out. All right, but don't do this step unless you are actually working on paying off this credit card debt, because it just will be of little benefit to you if you aren't actively working on getting that debt paid off. All right, number two on the list is paying for stuff that you don't actually need. And I created a separate video that covers 11 things you should stop spending money on that you should check out if you haven't. But the reality is, is that so many of us are wasting so much money on stuff that we aren't actually using and it really, really begins to add up. So if you have a gym membership that you're not using, and I know you think you might go, but if you're actually not, then just save the money until you actually are ready to go again. And if it's a Netflix subscription that you never use or Hulu, or even if it's buying stuff from the grocery store that you aren't actually eating, all of this begins to add up and it actually becomes a whole lot of money. 
All right, the third bad habit to break this year is having no idea where your money is going. Now, with technology these days, there's absolutely no excuse not to know what's going on with your money. It's so much easier in real time to see what's going on with our money than it ever has been before. And yet at the same time, so many of us are just completely clueless about what's going on with our money. Now, there's a free tool that I use called Personal Capital, which helps you see where your money's going and a whole bunch more. It gives you a big picture overview, helps you see your net worth, like all kinds of cool stuff. And best of all, it's completely free to use. And you an app like this is a great way to kind of get started and see what's going on with your money. And I created a separate video on this app, which I'll have linked up above if you want to check it out and find out more details about it. But regardless of how you do this, let's make it a point this year to actually figure out what's going on with your money. All right, number four on the list is not making savings automatic. Now, one of the secrets of financially wise people is that they don't rely on their willpower to make good money decisions. In fact, I've never met a single person who has saved a ton of money or saved a lot for retirement or anything else who did it just by remembering to save money each week. That just doesn't work for most people. Now, what does work is making it automatic. And this is the secret that all the financially wise people know. They know that I need to create a system that's gonna save for me automatically and I don't have to think about it. And my willpower is out of the picture. And again, this is one of those things that being alive in the 21st century has actually made this really simple because you and I can create a system that automatically saves for us with no effort on our part. Now, there are a lot of different ways you can do this. You can set something up like this with many banks where they automatically pull a certain amount out of your checking account into your savings account each month or something like that. And that works great. And if you are looking to do some investing with this, there's an app that I've been using that does this automatically for me. And I'll have a link to a video above where we kind of go into that in more detail as well. But regardless of how you do it, you need to create some sort of system that is saving for you and investing for you automatically. All right, number five on the list is not giving cheerfully. Now, this comes out of 2 Corinthians 9, which is a great chapter about giving. If you haven't read it, go check it out, read it. And this is 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 7. Now, this I say that he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Now, each one must do just as he purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, there's a lot of things that stand out to me here, but one of the big ones is that this verse specifically says not to give under compulsion. Now, an example of that would be is if you see this video, you hear me talking about this, you suddenly feel guilty and then you run out and give. That isn't the goal. And my job here is to help remind you of how blessed you and I are and how much God has actually given us. And if we can see things through that lens, it really makes it a lot easier to give cheerfully. Now, there was another video I created about five ways to be more generous, which are kind of like five things that I've learned that have helped me grow in this and helped me really have a lot of joy in giving. And so I would recommend checking that video out if you're struggling with any of that. But at the end of the day, it's really clear that God wants us to be cheerful givers. And so we should be enjoying it. It should be fun. We should be experiencing what Jesus said, that it's more blessed to give than to receive. You know, And I think when we start counting our blessings and we start realizing how good we have it, all the blessings we have, it's a lot easier to be in a position where we can give cheerfully and honor God with our giving. All right, so I would love to know what else that you would add to this list. And so if you're new to the channel, what we do here is we talk about some of the practical tips on how to manage your money wisely. And then we also talk about some of the biblical perspective on this and we tie these pieces together. So if that sounds good to you, you can hit that subscribe button so you can stay connected and hear from us as we create more stuff. And if you haven't already, we have a free email course over at our website, seedtime.com. So you can check that out as well. So that's all for today. Hope you have an awesome day and I will see you in the next video. Adios.